Welcome to On Our Way, a podcast for those wanting ambitious faith, a place for those needing a little pep talk, for those wanting to know they aren't alone in the daily battles and triumphs, and a place to know all of it comes directly from God. He sees you, He loves you, and He is all about being with you every step of the way. What will He teach you today? Let's find out. Hey guys, welcome back to On Our Way Podcast. I know that it has been a hot minute since we last spoke, but I feel like after the last episode with Pastor David Lindell, I just needed a minute to bask in that and to really just listen to it a hundred times because it was that good. It was definitely our best episode ever and with good reason. And I just, again, I want to take a minute and just really thank Pastor David because his family and him personally, I just admire their strength so much. And they have this ability to always praise in the good times, the bad times, in the peaks, in the valleys, you know, and they, they're they truly raising a generation of believers. And I feel like right now, you know, this generation is the generation that's going to bring peace and wisdom and is truly going to change the world. And it's funny that I say that because with so much turmoil, so much craziness really going on in the world right now, it's hard to believe that this generation is going to do the best, but I truly do believe that. There are so many biblical prophecies happening, happening right now that I can't even begin to explain explain on this podcast, but I do believe that that we should get to know Jesus in this time, that we should have an amazing prayer life, that we should be walking with him in full faith. And I'm not saying that the world is going to end tomorrow, but I'm saying that, you know, with all of the prophecy that's happening now and all the crazy things happening with Israel, I, I do really think that now is a really good time to get to know your Lord and Savior, get to know the person who created you and make sure that you're walking with him. And we've seen all across the country and really everywhere, all of these people turning to God and getting baptized and starting this walk with him. And I love that. I love that he's reaching so many people for good. You know, God has been giving me some crazy visions when it comes to prophecy and end of the world kind of stuff that, you know, to be really honest, kind of scares me a little bit because it just seems so vivid. But at the same time, I'm excited because I know that, you know, when that time does come, all of the believers will be gone in the snap of a finger and then all the crazy stuff will happen. But I just, this is all kind of on a tangent to say I'm super blessed and I'm just honored that Pastor David was on our podcast. He's so world-class. His family is world-class. And I know that he is really working on changing the lives of people so that they can spend eternity with God and in heaven. Um, so again, it was one of our best episodes for good reason. We talked about parenting. We talked about parenting. We talked about churches, which I think is really important. The thing I love about James River is that they're never like, you have to be at our church. It's the end all be all. You can't be there in person. You have to be there online. I think it's more of a go to church where you're planted and go make a difference where you're planted. And so he gave us some really, really good tip on how to find a good church. And once you do find one, what to look for. And so I really appreciated that. So even if you are a baby believer and you're like, I have no idea what to look for or where to go, this episode will be really good for you to find a really, really great place for community, a really great place for friendships a really great place to see and hear God's voice as well. So go check it out. If you're a parent, go check it out as well. There was some really tear jerking, amazing moments when it came to parenting as well. You know, he talked a little bit 
about his background. I'm not going to spend the whole episode talking about the last episode, but I promise you go check it out. It was our best one ever. And I'm just, again, I'm just really, really grateful. And so with that, I do want to jump into this week's episode. I kind of experienced this this last week, what we're going to talk about. I titled this episode, Worship With Your Life, Not Just With Your Lip. And so here is kind of what set me off to do this episode. The other day I was out and about, I had my two boys with me and we ended up going to the grocery store. We needed some things and I put them in the cart. And of course they're playing and laughing and acting crazy. They're boys. They love to like play with each other and just laugh and have fun. And for that day and that moment, for some reason, I was like, I am not in the mood to look at people in the eyes. I'm not in the mood to smile at people. I'm just not in the mood. Have you guys ever had those days where you wake up and you're like, I just am not in the mood. I don't want to, whether it's get up, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to smile. I don't want to eat today. That feeling of like, I'm just not in the mood. And if I could have titled this podcast something different, it would probably be, I'm not in the mood. You know, if you have kids, I think that you understand this. Sometimes we when we take our kids places, we get the mean mugs, we get the stairs, we get the, you know, picture it like going on an airplane, you're walking down the airplane and you get all the the mean mugs of people being like, oh my gosh, I hope that the kids don't sit next to me. They're so annoying. And, and for that day, I just wasn't in the mood for the mean mugs. I wasn't in the mood for everyone to, to be watching. And if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. And my heart lately has been in this very just emotional place. I just, again, like I just wasn't in the mood for it. I got all my groceries. My, you know, my kids, of course, are having the time of their lives. They're so good. They're just having fun and laughing and all of the things. And when I got back in the car, I'll never forget it. I was sitting there and I realized, oh my gosh, I don't remember a single person's face that I saw inside the grocery store. I don't remember one person's hair color. Like I couldn't tell you their hair color. I couldn't tell you if they looked at me, there could have been somebody walking right past me who was sobbing in tears and I would have no idea. I would have no idea because I wasn't looking up. And I kind of got sad about it, bowed my head and was like, I'm sorry, God. Like I had to take this moment and really just apologize to him because number one, I always say this, we were meant to be around people. Like we were meant to be in community with people. We were meant to see each other. We were meant to hug each other. We're meant to spread the gospel, right? Like that's why God created us is to to continue his word and to spread the gospel. So I can't do that very well if my head is in the sand and I ignore literally everything around me. And that's what was happening. Like my head was proverbially in the sand. My ears were in the sand. I had no idea what was going on around me. I preach on loving each other and paying attention and I think that this was a really good eye opener or a really good example to me about just humanity in general, like being human, because that's, that's literally what we do. We fail every day. We are not perfect. And the thing that I really loved about this moment though, in the car was that God gave me this conviction. Like he told me in my heart that wasn't right. And it wasn't at a place of like anger or being mad. It was like, you you know, that probably wasn't right. Right. Like, you know, when your parents is like, "Mm, I'm kind of just a little disappointed. You probably should have looked up. That's kind of what it felt like, but he gave me that conviction. And I was so happy that I was able to see it and be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I see it. Like I probably should have done that because almost always it's like this valuable lesson that I'm trying to teach that I'm like, gosh, why aren't they getting it? And then all of a sudden it clicks and I'm like the happiest mom in the world. So I'm like, oh my gosh, it's making sense to them. Now they get it. 
And I can't help but smile just thinking, you know, God was smiling at me being like, okay, you got it. You got it. You're starting to understand and really just think about it. And I don't care if you are at the store. I don't care if you're at a conference and I can tell you plenty of stories about this. Like when I'm at a conference, I love to just sit by myself and soak it in. And even when I'm feeling emotional or sad, like my tendency is to just go be a recluse and sit by myself and be by myself. I could tell you story after story about that. It's something I'm working on. I don't care if you're there, if you're at a conference and you're wanting to sit by yourself or you're at like Whataburger or whatever at a restaurant. If you're at a gas station, I'm, my challenge for you this week is going to be to look up and look around, look up and look around. And I swear when you do that, God is going to put people literally right in front of you. He could put, you know, a look on their face where you're like, oh, I, th- I feel like they need a prayer. Or I feel like they need a hug or maybe they just need help getting something off the shelf at the grocery store, right? right? Like it can be any of those things. They speak something to you and you're like, wow, I think that's totally from God. Or he gives some kind of sign that you need to help them or maybe that they need to help you. Everything is by divine appointment. No matter where you go in your life, it is by divine appointment. You're not there on accident. And I know this, like I truly in my heart and my faith know this. And sometimes I still have this tendency to turn inwardly and do what I want and do what I feel. And I know that you understand this because we all do it. We're human in the Bible. So this is the moment where, you know, Jesus knows what's about to happen. He knows that he's about ready to put to death and he's scared and he doesn't want to do it. But he says, not my will be done, but your will be done. And I think it's such a beautiful thing when you can really surrender yourself so that So that God can truly lead you because that's hard, right? Like that's hard to say, well, I don't want to do this today. I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. I'm not in the mood. It's so easy to look inwardly and to say that about ourselves. But when you truly change your perspective and look at it from like, okay, how do I please you today? God, is it, am I going to please you by laying on the couch all day and eating Doritos and watching real housewives all day? Probably not. That's probably not something that you're going to be like, okay, that's, That's really pleasing to me. And so I just truly want you to think about that. Like what is something you can do today that you don't really want to do, but it's going to please God. And right now, you know, my spirit really tells me that you're maybe going through something that's causing you to look down. I think the emotion behind wanting to look down is shame. Sometimes it's sadness too, but a lot of it is shame. You know, maybe your business failed or your marriage is failing or your child doesn't know God or your child has turned away from God. Maybe you lost your job and you can't find another one and you're just sitting there and believing all these lies and telling yourself that it's your fault. And if only you would have done this, if only you would have done this better. And maybe you even feel a little bit like God is punishing you because I've been there um, before I really came to know God and have relationship with him. I mean, I knew who he was, but I always thought he was this figure who punished you. And if you know, if you were going through trials or tribulation in your life, I thought it was because you did something wrong and he was punishing you. You know, maybe you're thinking like, I just, I jumped in way too fast with this relationship or this business. And I, you know, with this business, I didn't do enough research. I had no idea that it was going to fail like this. It's, it's my fault. This is on me. Such a failure. Like I cannot believe that I did this. I'm always going to be broke because of it. I'm never going to make the money back that I spent and the blood and the sweat and the tears and everything that I put into this business, I'm never going to get that back. I'm such a failure. I'm never going to find something that I genuinely, genuinely 
enjoy doing and making uh, and making good money at it, right? Like you're feeling that shame and you kind of start to look down and whether it's a conscious thing or not, you kind of start walking through life with your chin down and with your eyes towards the ground instead of your eyes up towards the skies. You know, God, I, I didn't work hard enough at my job and they fired me and it's all my fault. Maybe, maybe I didn't talk about you enough. Maybe I didn't help enough people and you're mad at me and I'm so sorry, God. I wish I could take it all back and I wish I could do things differently. You know, I, I'll do anything if you will just make this right, if you would just give me something better. And you're sitting there literally blaming yourself. But, you know, when we talk about worshiping with our, with our lives and not just our mouths, we have to take all of our thoughts and make them obedient to Christ, right? Like that's what it says in the Bible. And I heard a sermon recently. It was actually by Havila Cunnington. She's amazing. I love her so much. She has absolutely shaped who I am when it comes to religion and spirituality and all the things. But I love what she said. She said, take your thoughts to trial. Take your thoughts to trial. I want you to use this example maybe of, you know, I moved too fast with this business. Let's use that. So I want you to close your eyes and actually scratch that. Honestly, just use whatever you're going through right now as your example. Okay. So um, close your eyes and I want you to imagine that you're, you just walked through heaven's gates. It's beautiful. You are just in awe of everything that you are seeing and smelling and everything that you hear. And then you walk into this room and it's only you and God and that's it. And I want you to take the thoughts you've been thinking or the things you've been telling yourself or saying about yourself. And I want you to say them out loud to God. And if you're in this moment where you're like, oh man, I already feel like I'm getting emotional. You're going to get emotional because if you think about it, and especially if you're a parent, if you have children and they were saying the things about themselves that you're saying about yourself, you would be an absolute tear saying, what are you talking about? You are not those things. You are amazing. You're loved. You're cherished, all these things. And you would be heartbroken that your child was speaking to themselves like that. So speak those things to God right now. You know, I want you to say the things that you've been thinking. I want you to say, I am not worthy to own a business. I will never be successful. I'm really shameful that I even did this in the first place. I should have known better. I'm always going to be poor. I'm always going to live in poverty. I don't belong where I am. I don't know why I'm here and it doesn't make sense. Okay, so all those things that you've been thinking, all those things you've been telling yourself, anything that you're feeling right now, emotions. If, are you feeling sadness? Are you feeling shame? Are you feeling uneasiness? Are you feeling anxiety? Do you feel like you have, are kind of slipping into a depression? And I'm going to give you a few moments here to think about this. And I really want you to think about it. Like from the depths of your soul, I want you to think about the things that you've been telling yourself, the lies that have been introduced into your brain and into your soul. Just remember those, make note of them and imagine yourself saying those to God. Okay, so we're back and you've said these things to God. Now, how do you imagine God responds to what you told him? Do you imagine him smiling or do you imagine him really directing this harsh punishment on you with like flames coming out of his eyeballs, right? Saying like, you are, you're right. You're not worthy. You're not supposed to be here. You shouldn't have done that business. 
that guy was too good for you. You're not supposed to be in this place. You're right. You shouldn't have moved. And I want to just take a minute and remind you right now that God loves you so much. He loves you so much in this moment. It's eternal. His love is eternal for you. It's never ending. He's always going to chase you. He's always going to save you. He's always going to leave the 99 to come find you. He gave his only son so that you and I can be forgiven. And that's, is this a big deal? Again, as parents, think about it. Giving up your one son for other people, doing that so that they can truly live forever. And I love this verse that's in Isaiah chapter 40. It's verse 11. And it says, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms. He gently leads those that have young. And this is just like, this is what Jesus is, right? This is what God is. He is so tender. He's so compassionate. So when I imagine, you know, putting my thoughts in front of God, it really does make me want to cry because I imagine, you know, when I'm telling him all of these thoughts that I've been having and all of these intrusive thoughts, all of these things that the enemy is really putting in my mind to slow me down or to keep me from stepping in my calling. I imagine that my face is turned down. I imagine that when I'm telling him these things, my head is really hung in shame. But I also imagine God kind of walking up to me and putting his, you know, his fingers under my chin and literally lifting my face up and looking at me like eyeball to eyeball looking at me. And oh my gosh, I can't even imagine what it's like looking into the eyeballs of God. But I can imagine it's pretty emotional. And I think that it's one of those things where if you're saying out loud what you're saying to yourself and you're saying it to him, it's almost like, I don't want to say embarrassing, but kind of where you're like, oh my gosh, I know better. I know better better than to call myself those things. I know better. But I also imagine God just like looking at me and smiling. And, you know, I never imagine him saying, you're right. That's not something I ever imagine him saying, but I do imagine him looking at me and saying, Amanda, you are chosen. You are my special possession, right? From first Peter, he says that, you know, in the Bible, it says that he never makes a mistake when he made you, he didn't make a mistake. He knows the number of pairs on your head, right? He says that I, I was fearfully and wonderfully made that you were fearfully and wonderfully made that his works are always wonderful, that his works are always perfect. And I think that we forget that sometimes, even if you were brought into this world on accident, even if you were brought into this world, not planned, God knew, maybe your parents didn't know, maybe your grandparents didn't know that you were coming into this world, but guess who did know God, he knew that you were coming into this world. He gave you a purpose. He gave you a heartbeat. He gave you breath in your lungs for a reason. You are here for a reason. And I never want you to forget how much God loves you and how much God wants to see you win. He says that he knows the plans he has for me, that it's not to harm me or to lose my business or to slip into depression or to lose my job or to get divorced. It's none of those things. He has plans of good and not for evil. And he wants to prosper me. He wants to prosper you. And he wants to help us achieve this purpose that he has set out for us. Like when I was just talking about you coming into this world, maybe it wasn't planned. He knew what your purpose was. He set it out for you. He's laid it out. And it's never about control with God. That's one thing too. Like it's never about him being like, I'm going to control the situation and, you know, direct you where you're supposed to be going. It's all about redirection. 
And I think that we all need that as children, right? Like as, as a mom, I redirect my children all the time. Oh, you're going to walk out into oncoming traffic. Well, I'm going to redirect you back to the sidewalk. And I think about that with God. Sometimes it does feel like sometimes we are going to be walking into oncoming traffic. Jesus will step in and redirect us. And sometimes does it hurt when he grabs our arms and yanks us back to avoid getting crushed by a car? Absolutely. Sometimes it hurts. And we're like, what the heck? Why did you just do that? And we might even be mad, but at the same time, God is always redirecting us. We have really meaningful purpose in his grand design, and we have been called according to his purpose, right? His purpose for us. So all the while you're sitting here standing in front of God, you just told him all these things you were thinking about yourself. He came back with all of these things. This is what he's telling you. And you're probably sitting there, you're sobbing in front of him, you're crying. And he tells you, daughter or son, you have to change your thoughts. You have to worship with your life, with your mind, with your lips, all of those things. And listen, I don't know, you know, what you're going through right now, but I do know that what you're going through right now is temporary. It is temporary. And even if you have been through this season and you've been in it for what seems like years and years and years, it's still temporary. If you're still breathing, if there's still breath in your lungs, if you're still walking, if you're still getting up out of bed, if you're still breathing, then you still have purpose and it's still temporary. Like God will get you out of this. And here's the reason why. It's temporary because we have a God who wants to deliver us. We have a God who, you know, he calls you his, he calls you chosen. He calls you worthy. He calls you loved. He calls you beautiful. He calls you called and he calls you anointed. He has given you the most amazing gift with the Holy Spirit. And when we just sit down and close our eyes and ask the Holy Spirit to come upon us and to talk to us and to hear his voice, then friends, we are going to hear that. And my best advice for you for this week ahead is to walk with your head up, walk like you have this golden, amazing crown on your head. Because I think sometimes we forget that we are children of royalty. We literally have Jesus's bloodline in our blood. And I never want you to forget that, that we are, we're truly children of royalty. So if you're at the grocery store, um, if you're at a restaurant, wherever you are, even if your kids are acting crazy, still look up at people, still make eye contact with them, still give them a smile. And honestly, maybe somebody is walking in that grocery store that day, just ready to give up on everything. They're at their wits end. They're like, I just, I don't know what my life is anymore. And you walk by and you smile at them. And for some reason it fills their soul. And they're like, okay, I can go one more day. I can do one more day. That girl just smiled at me. The world isn't so bad, right? It's those little things that we go through about our day that could literally change the life of somebody else. Everything, everywhere we go is divine appointment. Everywhere we go, everything we touch is by divine appointment. You are at that place at that time for a specific reason. Father, I thank you for this message today and the the way you poured into us. It was so good. I know that we're not perfect. And I thank you all the time for your immeasurable grace that you always give us. I pray for the person listening to this, that their chin is lifted, even if they have tears in their eyes, even if they have anger in their hearts. God, I pray that you put your fingers under their chin and you lift their head and you look them in the eyes and let them know how loved they are. I hope that they see your goodness. I hope they see your provision I hope they see your grace and your mercy, but most of all, I really hope that they hear your voice and feel your love in their heart. Thank you for sending Jesus. 
so that we all can be forgiven. That is something that we will never take for granted. And we're so appreciative for that sacrifice. We love you so much. And we pray that next time the enemy tries to infiltrate our minds or put thoughts in our minds that are not, that are not conducive to something you would say about us, that you change our thoughts, that you change them so that we seek truth and that we seek light and we seek your love and your guidance. And everybody said, amen. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. As always, I had a blast just talking with God, talking with you. And I'm so glad that we get to do life together. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We are at On Our Way Podcast or just search On Our Way Podcast. Also, please leave us a review and share this with somebody who needs to hear it. It's so important to share the word of God and the truth of God so that other people can hear it and become believers too. Until next time, be good to each other and God bless.